Welcome to Journeying Barefoot. I am Barefoot Bella, a soulful, earthy, intuitive, love-filled, liberated, mystical Black woman living fully in my purpose and body. So today I want to talk about when trying is too much, okay? Um, And I can sit in the space of, but I try, or I'm trying so hard, and it's just not working, or it's just not going, and you know, and I think that is the moment of realization, when it's like, perhaps trying is too much, like maybe you don't need to try anymore, maybe you need to stop and change trajectory or surrender and be without adding to or taking away from or maybe you just need to be weak (laughs) I know that sounded wild right all right so I'm gonna talk through this because I you know I'm going through something and That's how we gain wisdom through experience. And then, you know, you tell your story and you share it. So anyways, you know, I'm a woman of great faith. I am a woman of ritual and routine. I I really embody the beauty of commitment (laughs) to the detriment of stubbornness. Okay, so, you know, if I make a vow about something... It is just, it's forever. It's like, if I have gotten to the point where I'm like, no, this is going to be this way because it has to be, then it is that way and it is forever, okay? So, boom. Currently, I'm going to it through a few things currently, but um, I'm going to talk about one that is the most near and dear to me. Um, and that is around my health. Okay. And at this time, I'm not making any commitments. I am past the point of trying. I am in a full state of just surrender. Um, and this, this lesson has been sitting with me a while and it really hit actually, as I was writing this, I remember I had listened to this summer, uh, this sermon and the pastor, he was like, um, you know, God's strength is made perfect in our weakness or however that scripture go. Um, and he was like, a lot of people don't get to receive help or they don't get to see the glory of God's strength because they're uncomfortable being weak. And I was like, like, you're not talking to me, but you were, um, anyway. So, um, I had to like really begin to unpack a lot of my feelings around my journey towards health, why I am an extremist in the way that I am, and just why I do things the way that I do. So, you know, I got somewhere, and I won't say to the bottom of it, but I got deep into it. And, um, you know, I lost both of my grandmothers at a really young age. Um, I Like, my, my grandmother on my maternal side she was my heart and soul. And like when she died, my world ended. And um, I just remember being with my grandmother through the process of her death. Um, And you know, like I more and more understand like why kids just 
you know, there's just some things that you just shouldn't be allowed to be a part of as a child. And I'm sure, like, it was with great intention. And I was spending time with my grandmother. And I appreciated every moment. Um, and I'm glad that I had them. But then there's just, like, uh, I I really took I took a lot in and on on myself. So, anyways, my grandmother, um, as she uh, came into her transition, she was, like, on dialysis. I would go to dialysis appointments with her. Um, she had heart issues, so I would go to the heart doctor, uh, to the doctor with her. When she would be um, admitted, I would stay, I would spend the night. I would just, you know, just be there in a the mix. Um, my grandmother also smoked cigarettes. And so I remember, like, at some point, it was like, you, you need to stop smoking cigarettes. She wouldn't. Um, so I would take her cigarettes and hide them and break them in half and... You know, like, I just didn't want my grandma to die. Like, I didn't want her to be sick. Like, you know, I just, I knew she was sick. And she would drink Pepsi a lot. And, you know, she on dialysis. She got kidney failure. I'm like, you shouldn't be drinking Pepsi. You know, but at this time, I'm like eight, eight, nine. I'm young. So, you know, I'm just trying to, like, remedy this on my own, in my own way, on my own behalf. Um, so, yeah. So, like, when she died, it took it hard. And then, you know, more family members would die and it was typically bad health. And then I would see my parents sick and bad health. And then I started experiencing like my own health issues. And then I remember my mom took me to the gym. Oh, it was great. I was like, oh, this is the gym. This is exercise feels good. Not only does it feel good, but it promotes being healthy. Okay. Like this is a lifestyle. Like I would, and then I just, I started becoming an extremist. Okay. And then not to mention I, I grew up in church. So like I had been exposed to the beauty and power of fasting. And so I would child a mess. Okay. And people who know me, who <laughs> listen to this, they'll tell you like, you know, Bella, you can be real extreme with the, the things you do. So anyways, I, at a young age, made this vow, like, I'm not getting sick, I'm not having no health issues as it relates to this, and so on and so forth, and I just, like, I really just had, like, these crazy vows, and I didn't trust doctors, because they didn't save my grandma, and so, you know, like, I only would go to the doctor, like, even now, like, I'm only going to the doctor just to see what's happening inside my body for things I can't handle, okay, so boom, I live life like that, um, just, evading the things that I felt like, oh, I could fix it. I could remedy this. I could do this. I could do that. I learned about herbs and teas and blends and I went vegan and just all of these things, you know, I was like, I can fix this. I can live healthily. Okay. So boom, um, I'm living my life and, <laughs> um, you know, I go to the gynecologist cause I can't, you know, I can't do what she does on me to check out my lady parts and do all the testing and things like that. So I go to the gynecologist and she does, um, she does, you know, my, my swab, my pap smear. She does my blood test. No, she does the swabs. She does, after she does the swabs, you know, they do the cultures there. And she's like, oh my God, your blood cell count is low. And I'm like, oh is it? She like, yeah. She's like, do you have HIV? I was like, oh my God, no, do I have HIV? <laughs> so she does. She's like, I, she's like, well, we took the test there. She's like, I need to send your labs, your blood to the lab. Cause this is abnormal. I'm just like, oh my God, no, Jesus. Um, 
And that's, you know, like, I just, I didn't want that type of news. And I did not have HIV. But what I did have was an incredibly low hemoglobin score. Okay, my hemoglobin, my iron was a 5.1. Okay, 5.1. Which was like low. So she calls me after the test. The blood, the lab work comes back like the next day. She's like, oh, you know everything is it's not hiv but you need to go to a hematologist and i'm like hematologist she's like yes your blood count i'm putting in a referral you need to go immediately because your iron is low like i don't know how you're even living life right now and i'm just like well i feel fine i'm great i'm good you know so anyways i go to the the hematologist and <laughs> go in there and the lady she's like um pull down your eyelids <laughs> so she look at my eye she's like She's like, go to the mirror and look in your eye. And like the inside, you know how you like you put on your eyelids and you see like the little red pink? Yeah, mine was white. Okay. She was like, You're you don't have any blood, like I don't know, you don't have anything going through. I'm just like, Oh, well, you know, I I feel okay. So she's like, I don't know how you're walking around. Like you're you're your iron, like this is serious business. She's like, You gotta get an infusion. So she sets up, I go get my um first iron infusion and it made me sick like for the first few hours after it and then I felt great okay um but I hated it because I had a bad experience I just had I've had bad experiences with doctors and just all the things okay just on my own with family whatever so you know I was like I was going to skip the second one because it was a two-part thing and I was going to skip it because I had such a hard time with the needles to even get the injection but after I got the injection I did feel great and I was like okay boom I can do that again whatever whatever um so then I was like okay well let me figure out what I got to do for my anemia that's vegan doesn't require the doctor it's very holistic da, 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 da. and so then um I started noticing my body more and I was like oh so these things make sense for you know me having anemia duh so if I fix this like these other things will get better boom so I get the second thing I'm great I'm like okay cool you know the needle's still hard but I'm still going to really just live by I'm still really just going to live by this and so I do and yes and so I do I live by it and I'm like all right cool this is great um, so now I'm like, cool, let me just figure out how I can continue to, you know, maintain my health, maintain my well-being. Um, and so I was, you know, living like that. And so then occasionally when I started to feel like that fatigue and stuff like that, I was like, oh, maybe I need more iron. So two years later, turns out I did need more iron. Um, at this point I, I have a problem with being anemic, whatever. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. So this might just be a part of my life. I just have to get these iron infusions, so on and so forth. So then I started noticing that I was having these symptoms more frequently. Uh, but I was getting a blood test and they're like, your iron's fine. I was just like, oh, okay, well then whatever. I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. Maybe, you know, I'm stressed, whatever, life, life, so on and so forth. So anyways, you know, I'm just like, well, I have made this vow that I am not a sick person and um, 
you know, I just had a lot of shame around sickness. I thought that it was the it was the road to death. Okay, like any type of sickness. Like I don't get colds. Okay, I don't. I really don't. Like that's that is a true thing. Or you know, maybe I've convinced myself that I. But I actually, I really don't get colds like that. Like I've probably been sick like with a cold, common cold, like twice in the last year. But don't tell any employer that I work for that. No, I'm joking. Um. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, so uh, recently I'm in a space where, you know, my anemia has caused other hormonal imbalances in my body because I didn't prioritize it or take care of it (laughs) Um, because I didn't prioritize it or take care of it. And so, you know, I'm just like, well, okay, here I am. Here I am with this and now you know I gotta I gotta do something about it and so you know I'm still trying I'm like yeah I can do this I can do that I can do this and so you know I get blood work back and it's like "Uh, miss you can't this is a hormonal imbalance there no (laughs) I was like what (laughs) that doesn't I don't understand you know um, and so and I said all that to say because I was I was just trying and in my trying I was doing too much you know I I was not trying to say hey I don't feel well I'm sick I am weak in this moment and so because of that I couldn't receive or I wasn't opening myself up to receive the help that I needed because I was too busy. Like, no, I got this. I got it together. I just need to do this. I need to do that. Da, da, da. I can go into one of my extreme patterns and then boom, it'll be fixed. Um, and it's like, no, no, no. Especially cause y'all know with the whole energy thing, right? I'm praying for wholeness and balance and harmony in my body. But then I'm also just living in these extremes of, I have to be like this, like, for example, a month ago, okay, well, it'll be a month on like in like four days, but a month ago, I fell down the stairs. I fell down these very hard wood stairs, okay, well, I just like hit, I, I fell, it hurt, okay, boom, so it hurt my tailbone, and I was sad, why was I sad? Because I couldn't work out, and so I was ready to get up that next day, and like, I can work out, and I was like, no, don't do that to yourself. Like, come on, you're 32. Like, just rest. Just rest one day. You'll be all right. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to rest. And then I'll get up the next day. So the next day comes. I was like, nah, you know, I'm going to be more gentle. Because I have been intentional about moving into this space of just, like, giving myself space to just be. Right? But third day, I'm like, all right, I got to work out. Like, I don't. I got to exercise. I have to do my thing because if I don't then you know all these things and I'm just not making room for the fact that I really bruised my tailbone so anyways three and a half weeks later my tailbone still hurts I've been working out almost every day and today I was like you know what no you're not going to work out anymore it takes it takes four weeks for a bruised tailbone to heal Um, and I was like you're not going to do this because the end result is that you're not making space for your time, yourself to heal. And now you're doing too much. And that's like, I'm just trying to keep myself healthy. I'm trying to keep myself sane and whatever, you know, I'm saying to myself, whatever this narrative is, 
It's like, ew. You, well, you're trying. It's too much. You're trying. It's too much. Like, relax. Like, why don't you see the glory of God and your body's ability to naturally heal and recover in your passiveness of doing nothing, you know? And so that's the space that I'm in right now because I'm just like, oh. You know, I realize that my trying is too much. I don't give my myself space or grace to just be like, I'm, this, is a, this is a weak point for me. And I can't show up to it. I don't have the strength to show up to it. And allow divine strength and divine will to be done, you know? And there's, like, I think trying is great when it is not counteracting divine will. And divine will is sometimes that we receive help or divine will is sometimes that we just stop and rest and sit in it, you know? Because always trying, always doing, it doesn't give us that space to just sit and see, to be still and know. And the thing about stillness, you're going to know, all right? When you sit still and you start to unpack all of these things, and I start, and I really just started thinking about just the grace that is on my life. Like, when that lady, when she had me pull down my eyelids and I saw, like, white meat, I'm, first of all, I was like, ew. You know what I'm saying? But, like, she was like, how are you walking around? And I'm just like, I don't. And I'm, like, I'm walking around. I'm going to work out every day. I'm working a full-time job. I'm working a part-time job. Like, I'm one of those. I be doing, okay? And I, like, if there's no, sometimes there's, there's no rest, okay? I can be relentless when it comes to certain things. And so I was like, I don't know, miss. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and so, you know, that took a toll on me. I quit my job in uh, March of this year because I was tired. And I said to the guy, I was like, I'm tired. I can't do anything else. I don't want to do anything else. I'm just, that was what I said. I was, I was like, I'm tired. I just want to take time, have rest, honor myself. And, you know, I'm, I was fortunate to be in a position where my part-time job uh, afforded me the luxury of being able to accomplish what I need to accomplish to survive and sustain myself. And, um, you know, it has been, it's been interesting. Like that first few months, I I loved it. Like I literally would would sit in the park for hours. I would just rest and roll in the dirt and in the grass. And it was great. And I was like, oh, this is, what have I been doing? Work. Um, And I really just got to, to tune in with myself and have a break. Um, But then I realized my addiction to just doing and trying and, you know, imposing my own will in spaces. And so I'm like, well, this needs to be like this and this needs to be like this and I can work on this and I can do this and I can do that. And I can work out more. (laughs) And I can, I was just filling the time, just stuffing, okay, myself with things to do. And so um, I'm like, yo, so when I got to this space with all these realizations and I sat back and I like cried, I just like, I cried and I've like cried days in a row. Just like, ah, I just can't, I've tried everything. It's like, you're trying is too much. Stop, stop trying and do what you said she wanted to do. You wanted to rest. So 
rest. You want to be free? Then stop trying to suppress it. Stop trying to cover up. Stop trying to fix. Like, allow yourself the space and the grace to rest, to really have a break. Because right now, your trying is too much. And you're not allowing yourself to see the glory of God. You're not allowing yourself to see, like, what God can really just do for you. And so it's like, listen, you don't need to make an attempt at anything. In fact, stop trying to impose your your will that's based in fear, that's based in insecurity, that's trying to make this happen. You know, just sit and be still and just know God and just know the hand of the divine and just know divine presence in your life. If that's what you want, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I want. I was like, I'm tired of fighting this. I'm, I don't know what else to do. And it's like, don't do anything. Like, stop. Like, see, you know, because I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. I believe in my higher self. I believe in the destiny of my higher self. I believe that my higher self is always leading and guiding me down the path of righteousness for our destiny's sake. And so when I'm here in this physical form trying to impose my will because I have all these narratives rooted in fear and insecurity and, you know, societal norms and standards, then my higher self, she was like, I can't do nothing. Like, stop trying. Like, just sit back and and let me flow through you, baby. And I'm just like, all right. Like, I mean, I knocked you down the steps and you still working out like you crazy. Like your tailbone is on fire at the end of every workout. But I'm like, yo, Peloton, put them little circles up and it tell you how many days you've been consistently work out. And I'm addicted to that a little bit. (laughs) And so it's just like, or, you know, and it's just like, yeah, I know. But like rest, you said you wanted rest. So rest. You said you wanted a break. So take it. Some of us are too afraid to be weak that we can't receive the help of the divine, that we don't get to see God's strength perfected in us. And so I said all of that to say that part, okay? Sometimes trying is too much. Sometimes you just got to sit in your weakness, sit where you are, sit and surrender without adding something to it or trying to take away from it or trying to hide it, trying to make it look cute, trying to make it look pretty, trying to figure out how you can fix it. Sometimes you just got to sit there and just be like, I don't have it together. And I actually don't want to do anything about it. I actually just, I don't even know what to do about it. And I'm not even going to try to do anything about it. In fact, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to give myself a break because that's what I want. That's what I need. That's what I'm tired you know what I'm saying? Because when you're tired, you're tired and you just want to stop. But some of us are like, I'm tired, so I'm going to do this. And it's like, oh, all right, well, we'll do that then, you know? But sometimes it's like, you know what? No, nah, fam, I'm going to take this break. I'm going to give myself the break that I need. And if it's going to be a problem, it's going to be a problem. And, you know, if you believe in something greater than you, then make space for that something greater than you to to work on your behalf. Let your faith carry you in some ways. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the work is really moving out of the way. And I'm not saying this is not for everything. You know, don't like those people. You go, da, 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 da. Okay, great. I know. I know that all too well. Maybe I do it. But what I'm saying is sometimes not doing is even more effective because then you get to see the glory of God at hand like you really like oh wow I had nothing to do with that and that happened like I like really I'm telling you, I'm walking around with 
5.1 level of hemoglobin, however that works, okay? And these people are looking at me like I'm a science project. It was like, like she, she put another doctor in. Like even when I got to the, the infusion site, they were like, we heard about you. And I'm just like, all right, y'all heard it. Like, it was like, how? Sway? I'm just like, it must be God. Like, I know I'm here for a reason. So, you know, I just encourage you to take that moment and assess is is am i doing too much is this trying in this moment is me making this attempt to impose my own will going against what actually needs to be in this moment am i really doing too much all right well until next time have a beautiful day